This week, how to get way more shit done according to your higher values and what the world needs with one simple question my children ask me 62 times a day. And later, the news. Amazing news on the HIV front, which isn't something people say very often. What disinformation is doing to clean energy in the United States. An update on the infant formula crisis and why that masks study is hot trash garbage. But first, I'm Quinn Emmett, and this is important, not important. Science for people who give a shit. The newsletter features the most important science and societal news, how to think about it, and what the hell you can do about it. You can hit subscribe right now to start to get this newsletter and my conversations with the world's smartest people every single week. You can also find the email version and links to everything we talk about today at importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter or write in your show notes. It is February 24th, 2023. Here's your weekly action steps. Please don't use public Wi-Fi without a VPN, please. If you can't just hotspot, use the lightning-fast Molvad VPN to secure your data. Are you on the hunt for new furniture? Save some trees and check out Cayo's Marketplace to buy and sell fancy used furniture. Number three, cancel out your transportation emissions and find your next or first e-bike at Ride Review. And number four, want to go to climate farm school? I do. Or be a climate VC? Get the education you need and build an incredible network with our friends at TerraDo. And now, today's big question. Who do you want to be? And more importantly, why? Let me tell you a story. Exactly 1,000 years ago, in 2008, a beloved cousin was diagnosed with cancer. And after a tough conversation with myself, where I reminded myself that I had no practical or even really discernible skills that could assist with her treatment, but still desperate to find a way to help, I signed up for a triathlon. Why? Well, I was just three years out of being a two-sport college athlete, and I'd recently discovered Team in Training the fundraising arm of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So I trained with them, and then I ran and biked and swam and tore a hamstring. And good news is I raised over $20,000 for cancer research and treatment from a wide swath of friends and family. It was an incredible experience. I was, and still am, a moron, but I felt like I was doing something. It was addicting. And many of my close friends gave immediately upon hearing about my mission and the organization I was raising funds for, but quite a lot of the money actually came from friends of friends and even several degrees further away from that. How? Facebook. Yeah, no, I know. But way back in 2008, when, you know, triceratops were still a thing, using Facebook to get the word out about a cause was fairly novel. And I was struck by how incredibly effective it was. Of course, that's no longer novel today, gathering money from strangers. In 2023, millions of strangers on GoFundMe, for example, are covering half of our nation's medical and bail bills. That ubiquity is a double-edged sword, though. It's never been easier to donate your time, your money, and other resources on the web or whatever, but it can be daunting, if not paralyzing, to sort through countless worthy causes donate to these presidential candidates, and these Senate races, and these Hout races. Oh, but don't forget about down-ballot races, like we did for 15 years. 
So here's another 20 make or break races between people you've never heard of, but who can either guarantee or take away bodily autonomy for millions of people. You're welcome. And then of course, there's all the worthy and reputable nonprofits and mutual aid across health and politics, international science, food, water, civil rights, and more. Now, thankfully, there's tools to help corral a lot of that, to make it easier to strategize and give your time, your money, your resources, whatever. But it's still easy and completely understandable to feel pulled in a million directions at once. So here's one simple solution. Take a step back and ask, why? Consider the hammer and nail story, or proverb, or whatever, which I'm going to thoroughly mangle here for your benefit. You go to a hardware store because you need a nail. But need is the wrong word. You want a nail. You don't really want a nail. You want to be able to hang something on your wall. But you don't really want to hang something, right? You want to hang art. But you don't really want to hang art. You want to hang up the art of an up-and-coming Black artist. But you don't really want to hang the art of an up-and-coming Black artist. You want to show yourself, your family, and anyone that comes into your home that you appreciate this kind of art. And you support young Black artists. Which is great, to be clear. But you don't really want to just show them that you're that person. You want to actually be that person. And buying a nail to hang this frame of artwork on your wall is the first step to being that person. Or you think it should be. Or someone told you it should be. It seems logical, easy, right? Just a toe in the water. Maybe you've never hung art before. But step back a little bit further. And now even further. Now stop. Why do you want to be that person? The why up 30,000 feet should always drive the how, what you're doing today, in your life, your parenting, your work, everything. This is not some new idea, by the way. I am not the first to say it, support it, attempt to live it by any stretch. But for our work here, and how it applies to our world more than ever, and to you, our action-oriented readers, it really matters. Hey everyone, it's Quinn, your host and the founder of Important Not Important. I'd like to take a quick minute to tell you about the INI or any, whatever we're calling it these days, membership and community. It's a gathering place really for our most dedicated shit givers, a place to connect and learn from one another and to have access to me outside of the newsletter and this podcast. We started it last year, and it's grown to hundreds of shit givers from all kinds, from around the globe. I'm talking about teachers and investors, students, electricians, journalists, artists, scientists, and policymakers, and, and more. Members get exclusive access to our daily news homepage, which is very cool, and to much more top-of-mind weekly articles, research and tools that you can use and to stay ahead of the game, member-sourced action steps, twice-monthly book and culture recommendations that have nothing to do with the end of the world, virtual events, and of course, the membership Slack channel. Look, so many people come to us asking, what can I do? And we think we do a pretty good job of answering that question and providing context for the answer. But the best answers and the best perspective really come from the community, a wide-ranging community. And we would love for you 
to be a part of it, to feel supported yourself, and to contribute to discussions and actions alike. And of course, by becoming a member, you're directly supporting our work here and ensuring that we get to keep doing it. So if you'd like to learn more, head to importantnotimportant.com. And if you're already a reader, you can just hit the upgrade button at the top. If you're not, go ahead and subscribe for free and you'll see the option to become a member at whatever level works best for you. And as always, you can always find the link to become a member right in your show notes. So thanks for listening. And as always, thanks for giving a shit. Back to the show. So as you stand there in the hardware store aisle, trying to figure out which nail will support your progressive new frame bridge piece without ripping out a chunk of your drywall five minutes later, start by asking yourself this. Have you always wanted to be the person that does these specific things, that holds these values? Or is there something or someone new in your life or in the world that's encouraged you to become that person? to take this first step. And further back, is this the right first step? I don't know, maybe. Look at it this way. If you really wanna support young black artists, what's the rest of your strategy to encourage more support for this artist? And for other young black artists, besides one painting hanging in your room? Are there galleries you can visit to which you can bring friends? Can you feature their art on your Instagram? Can you even put photos on Instagram anymore? I don't know. Should you reach out to the artist to have a conversation about their intentions and their perspective? Are they open to that? Why or why not? Can you sponsor an art installation at the local library? Can your company chip in? Are there nonprofits you can contribute to that provide stipends for black artists in your area? Those are real things. Is your local government interested or involved in supporting black artists? If not, do you need new voices in your local government to draft legislation that will support the artists that live in your town now? Who might be best suited for that office? Further, and I know, but this matters, would having those new elected officials in place, writing progressive legislation that supports diverse art and makes the cost of living more affordable, knowing art doesn't exactly always pay the rent, might all of that attract more artists to come and work and live in your town? How will those moves help put your town on the map, as they say? I know you're not trying to do all that, but coming at a problem or opportunity or both from several concerted directions at once can often be way more effective. So what might be the limited portfolio of strategies you are best suited, you are best suited to simultaneously engage in for this specific opportunity, for this thing you care about. What makes you, your personality, your energy, your income, your time, your skills, most effective here? Ask yourself, how can you personally affect the outcome? Make a list. Will you do all of this quietly, which is fine? Or do you seek approval from your spouse or your children? or the artists themselves? Uh, is there a middle ground that appeals to your ego, but is still effective without being obnoxious? What are the second order consequences of choosing to invest your time, your money, and your energy in this? Because, you know, crystal clear here, folks, we can only do so much with the time that we're given, but we do have to use that time 
as productively as we can. Ask honest questions about yourself and your intentions and the life you want to live and the relationship you have with the world. Build your whys. If you watch these videos, listen to this, read the newsletter, you already know you care about the planet, about health and others, about equity and justice. You get off on taking action. That's great to fight the bad stuff, to bring up and defend and advance the good stuff. And you can drill that down a little further, right? Into caring about environmental justice, clean water, air, public health, uh, healthy, affordable food, infant formula, groundbreaking clean jobs, uh, helping frontline communities adapt about those zebrafish I always talk about that drive pediatric cancer research. Somebody's got to buy them. Make your current and your future day-to-day -day actions answerable to, you know, two to three, maybe four core values, which I should probably name. Look at today's endless to-do list, which you've already got down. And like my children do, ask why for each thing you've asked yourself to do. And then ask it again and again, going from ground level to 5,000 feet to 10,000 feet to 30,000 and, and blue sky until you've arrived at one of these values or you haven't, in which case you might want to ask yourself if you should be spending your valuable time on something that doesn't fit those core values. Be relentless about this last part, and I promise you, you will live a purposeful, devastatingly effective life, and we will benefit. We need more shit-givers like that. Find your whys that let you successfully answer the who. Who do I want to be? And then work your way down through the hows, all the way down to the practicalities buying that nail. Because it turns out you might need two nails. And that's just the start. And now the news. In climate change news, some very specific and strategic disinformation is slowing down Joe Biden's clean energy rollout. Number two, global corporations' climate pledges are misleading, which is not the word I would have used. Uh, number three, Joe Biden wants all of the floating offshore wind. And check out the news to find out why that is better. Uh, number four, climate change made tampons more expensive. Why? Uh, number five, governments spent a record $1 trillion on fossil fuel subsidies last year. $1 trillion. In COVID news, that meta-study on masks is decidedly not as decisive or honest as expected. Number two, COVID-era food benefits will expire soon. What is that going to do for the hungry? In food and water news, one year later, the infant formula crisis in the U.S. is still a thing, and it could happen again because of the way we regulate things and, and use our resources. Number two, cereal companies are not pumped about the FDA's new healthy label. It's complicated. Number three, Congress killed a bill to give farm workers a path to citizenship. What's next? Number four, healthier school lunches over the past couple of years may actually have helped reduce obesity in children. And in health and bio news, we might be getting closer to curing Alzheimer's now that we've moved on from prior research and of course, I will probably regret saying that once again. In incredible news, the fifth person worldwide was confirmed cured of HIV. We can do hard things. Same thing, after a brutal winner of this, RSV vaccines for adults and kids might finally be 
around the corner. And I'm sure you've seen this, but you should read the article. It's attached to this. Social media has been a major cause of mental illness in girls and young women for a long time. And now there is a ton of overwhelming evidence. And last, in computer news, uh, digital therapeutics haven't got payer coverage yet. I don't think it's complicated to ask why, but they're here, so we should figure it out. And Google's ad business funds lots of mis- and disinformation. Obviously, I wrote a deep dive about that last week, which you can check out right on the channel or in your feed or newsletter, however you get it. That's it for this week. Hit subscribe to get next week's issue straight to your feed. To go deeper, visit importantnotimportant.com newsletter. Thanks for being a part of our community, and thanks for giving a shit. Have a great weekend.